welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are in uh, first of December, uh, working on prayer, uh, and what a great topic uh, during Christmas time, actually, to you know be in fellowship with God and uh, process with God and what He has to say to us, and uh, keep remembering that it's a picture of the disciples. Uh, living with God, operating with God for three years uh, in personal relationship, uh, mm-hmm. dialoguing, talking, discussing, sharing, uh, wondering, lots of questions, lots of statements back and forth, God interrupting them. Uh, it's just a beautiful element of what prayer really is, is that we, we enter into a different place of not thinking I go pray to God uh, in in a place where I list him list my things, but rather mm-hmm. uh, prayer is that is that fellowship uh, that we yes. have that we have the privilege of, and it's all that's why we can pray without ceasing. And uh, we talked uh, last couple of times about praying the promises, uh, and that is that uh, we have the privilege of hearing what He has to say. <clears throat> Do we have clarity so we can get to the point that David did of? We understand he's all powerful God and can fulfill it, uh, that his words are true and we can trust it. And that he applied it to us personally and the promise now applies to me. And I mm-hmm. have to I have to learn what does that mean? Do I have clarity? And then what steps do I take, you know, to walk into it? Um, and so it's a it's a beautiful opportunity to what we call experience by faith what God is gonna do to deliver life to us, covenant life to us, the abundant, super abundant life, because I'm mm-hmm. walking with him and he's doing the work. Well, uh, this next section is to discuss that it's not automatic. Right. Uh, that's what a lot of people think is, well, uh, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm going to pray. God, would you, um, I guess the answers are yes, no, maybe I'll find mm-hmm. out what the answer is based on what happens. Uh, but really what that puts me in is I'm actually hindering God's ability to deliver this because um, I'm not walking with him in intimacy for him to fulfill it. And there's certain things, particularly in my heart or in my life, that could hinder that ability right. to, to dialogue. And that's what we're going to talk about is that because it's not automatic, is there things that I'm doing or part of that is actually hindering God to fulfill his promise, which, by the way, explains a lot, mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of Christians live a discouraged life. Um, right. Yeah, I was just having a conversation uh, this yesterday, and uh, uh, this person was saying to me, "I've observed that people that I knew and know who were pretty strong believers, what they would call strong believers, churchgoers, active, mm-hmm. you know, working, working uh, together." They've kind of quit and they just said, you know what, I'm not even going to pursue. I'm not going to church anymore. I'm not praying anymore. I'm not in the word anymore. And the, and the answer was, why bother? 
Mm, uh, nothing really, nothing really matters. Mm. Um, all these Christians, all I see is a bunch of hypocrit- hypocritical people telling all these things, but I never see it happen in reality. Mm-hmm. And so why bother? Uh, now, um, what I would urge people, by the way, when you come to that point, which by the way, I think, <laughs> I think everybody kind of comes to that point. Um, instead of saying, why bother? I'm out. Why don't you say, I don't get this. Um, if this is true, if what God says is true, uh, then I ought to be able to um, experience the reality of it. And if it's not real, then um, um, what do I need to understand about it? And instead, mm-hmm. of, instead of quitting would be, well, let's go find out right. what am I missing? And that's really how I, I came about it was that I was in that same place of, you know, wait a minute, you know, and I was a seminary graduate. Uh, I taught the Bible. I knew the Bible pretty well. And one thing that hit me was a lot of this doesn't seem to be true. Mm-hmm. And something isn't right. Because either it's all true and I'm missing it or the whole thing is baloney and I need to, I need to, in essence, do what a lot of people do is just quit. What the heck? Right. <clears throat> uh, and And God says, well, the reason is that you don't really understand prayer. You don't understand the, how I can fulfill these promises. And one of the things is that you either directly or indirectly are hindering the ability for me to deliver it because there's only certain conditions that I can deliver it. And it's really kind of simple. And that is that it happens in the kingdom, that kingdom mm-hmm. come. You have to surrender and seek my will because my will be done. And if you aren't with me, I can't deliver it. If right, you, if so there's a walking with him step by yeah. step into it. And in order to be with me, you have to have a heart to, to seek my will mm-hmm. and let me be the king and not you. Uh, so he said the primary hindrance as we look at this is where you're just not with me and I can't deliver to you what I have in mind. And so I, I need to get you back to the kingdom. Okay, the, the question is what carries me away from the kingdom? So let's look at these. Uh, uh, first of all, go to Proverbs uh, 15. 29. Uh, we're going to look at three verses here that uh, talk okay. about talk about something in my heart that prevents us from uh, experiencing it. So first of all, Proverbs sure. fifteen twenty nine says, um, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. Okay. So um, uh, what's the difference? I'm far away from the wicked, but I, I hear the prayer of the righteous. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. How, do, how is he defining wicked versus righteous? The righteous would be the one who is with him, yeah. who is staying with him, and the wicked is drifting into self. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really simple. Uh, the word here is, you are moving away from me toward your own thought and your own desire. Mm-hmm. Uh, the righteous is righteous because why? I've made you righteous because you yes, and you're only righteous with him. Yeah, uh, and the, where is righteousness experienced when you're in the kingdom? You've crossed mm-hmm. over and said because. Uh, you now are living in what I've done for you. You are you by yourself aren't righteous, right? And you don't have to go earn righteousness. Is the difference is if you're wicked, you're pursuing self. If you're righteous, you're pursuing me. And I hear the words of the righteous, but I'm far away from the ones that aren't. I can't deliver what I want. Okay, go to uh, Proverbs uh, twenty-eight nine. 8, 9 says, 
Um, One who turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Okay. Uh, Well, (laughs) uh, let's go to the end of that. Uh, What's an abomination? Something that is totally against God. Yeah. It's uh, God considers it detestable. Mm-hmm. And I can't function at all because it's an abomination to me. Okay, what? Why? Why is it an abomination? What does it say there? It says one who turns his ear away from hearing the law. Ah, so really, when you're not even seeking to hear what he has to say, right? Uh, so that um, if you turn your ear, in other words, says, and this is true for a lot of people, is uh, first of all, you don't even care. Mm-hmm. So you've just turned your ear away and said, I don't care. I'm going to go do what I want. Okay. Or, and this is where a lot of people are, is I don't even understand the possibility of hearing God's voice. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's up to me anyway. And he said, actually, right. you've never learned this and mm-hmm. you've turned away and it's detestable to me and I can't fulfill the prayers as a result of it. So that... Um, Learn to hear my voice. I'll show you. And all you have to do is have a heart to go. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and that's what we teach abiding. We teach walking with God is it's not some uh, super spiritual, <laughs> strange thing. Mm-hmm. It's a normal way of Jesus with his disciples is they heard what he had to say. And that's how I'm going to relate to you. I'm going to be able to speak yeah. to you. Uh, There's also a level of releasing control in that. Right. Because I think there are times when we don't want to know what he has to say because we simply want it to be what we want it to be. Right. Because we think we know best and, and are fearful to release that trust position to him. Yeah. You know? Okay, now go to uh, Psalm 66, 18. All right. Psalm 66, 18 says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. Okay. Okay. Um, Again, um, it says when you regard iniquity in your heart, what, what does that mean? I'm regarding iniquity in my heart. I'm like, iniquity in your heart is, is sin that you're holding on to in your heart, right? So what would it mean to regard iniquity? Yeah, it means that um, I am basically allowing that to remain in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not willing to pursue God transforming me to have mm-hmm. me see something like, for example, uh, and I deal, I do a lot of this with people who are struggling, uh, with conflict, mm-hmm. uh, is, well, do you have forgiveness in your heart? Right. Uh, unforgiveness in your heart. Do you have unforgiveness in your heart? And no, nah, not really. I, yeah, I have unforgiveness. Uh, okay. Are you willing to let God transform you so that you can receive forgiveness so that you can move to the place where he could resolve this conflict. Mm-hmm. Well, if I regard iniquity, what, what's my answer to that? No. No. no, no you're I'm really not, saying no, I'm you're not. not I'm not yeah. doing it. I'm not going to pursue this. I'm going to maintain what even I've been t- shown by scripture isn't of God, but I don't care. And I'm going to regard it, meaning I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it stay there I'm not going to deal with it. Uh, so, you know, hmm. a couple, couple examples. Uh, you actually gave one uh, earlier that um, when you were you were being uh, processed, you said yesterday that 
you were praying, God, would you uh, release the block of the VA funds for your dad's house? And what did yeah, God- and actually my question was, you know, what's going on? Why is it not released yet? Yeah. Because I do believe he's given a promise that it will release. Yeah. Um, yet here we sit all this time later, we're coming on, you know, two years past his death what, and it's not released yet. What did, like, okay, so what, did what God, now? What did God say to you? Um, and he said at this point, and it's interesting because there have been different instructions along the way in this whole two years where he has said, okay, be praying that it goes to the right hands here and that it goes. So there have been process things that he has told me to do. Well, this time it wasn't, you know, pray that, you know, this happens or it gets to this person or anything like that. He's like, Oh no, honey, there's some unforgiveness in your heart. And right now that unforgiveness is actually the clog. Okay. That's so, the problem. So let's go there. Okay. So he said it, how would you regard iniquity in your heart from that point forward? If I decided to stay in that place, I was just going to, you know, I'm not ready to do that. God, right. We're not going to go there. Right, so right. Because and I even just looked up the word because um, I was curious, the word for regard, and I will botch saying it, but it's R-A-A-H, raw, raw, raha, something raha. Like that. Uh-huh. raha, okay. But it's to see, to look at, to inspect, to perceive, to consider, and to observe, and to watch, and to look upon. So I just think about to gaze, and you think about you're letting yourself stay there right. is what that's saying. You're, you're like, I'm not moving on from this. I'm staying in this place right. with my eyes fixed on this, on this iniquity, rather than fixing my eyes on you and letting you overcome it. Yeah. And see the Holy Spirit's job, and he can do this with everybody, particularly where, um, you know, it's coming out of the truth of what I've already written is uh, a lot of times, see, people are convicted that, well, I need you to look at something here. Um, Mm -hmm. And he said to you, I need you to look at something here. Mm -hmm. And uh, regarding iniquity would have been you saying, well, yeah, but um, because, because, because I'm going to maintain this position. Right. And God says, says, well, then you've hindered my ability Mm -hmm. to answer your prayer uh, because you've regarded what I'm trying to do, and you've you've decided you're not going to go with me, and I can't mm-hmm. I, I can't take any further. And I'll give you another example of uh, uh, was dealing with. I think I've shared this before, but I had uh, uh, working with a, with an executive, and um, he was learning you know to process and uh, to experience God's uh, favor. And he said, "Hey, by the way, my wife has been sick for a long time. We prayed and prayed and prayed that God would heal her, but it isn't happening." And how does that work and why isn't he and how come and mm-hmm. would you talk to my wife yeah sure she and so i was thinking you know you know we'll set up a time he says here here she is and she puts her on the phone you know and uh okay tell, wow. me, tell me about it well i've got this problem etc cetera, etc cetera. and uh and so um whenever that happens uh, i already know something that my role is first of all, I don't have an answer. Um, I just mm-hmm. have to say, well, Father, what do you have to say about this? Mm-hmm. Um, and God says, ask her if she has unforgiveness in her heart. Mm. So I do. I said, I said, do you have any unforgiveness in your heart? Yes, I do. Uh, do you know what it's about? Yes. This person deeply hurt me and, and, and came against me and, and they, they, what they did was wrong and I'm angry about that. And 
yeah, I'm really upset and I'm really, I, I'm kind of bitter. Uh, okay. I said, would you like to learn that God can give you forgiveness for that person so that he can heal you? Mm-hmm. And if you do, you'll get healed. And I, and I said, now let me help you understand it. I didn't say reconcile because that's going to take the other party. I just said, it's just between you and God having a freedom to release on the same base you've been forgiven so that you can get over this bitterness. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of what he's been saying to you. And right. uh, would you be willing? And I said, if you do, you'll get healed. She says, no, I'm not doing it. Mm. I said, so right. you, I said, so you're telling me that God is going to heal you and get over this pain that you're experiencing if you re- process. Right. I'm not even you're saying not you have willing to, to go there. Yeah. Go, go process to let him give you forgiveness because he's got to show you mm-hmm. something. It's not about you doing anything. It's just staying with God. No. Uh, and to this day, she's not healed and she's stuck in that unforgiveness. And God says, because you regarded, mm-hmm. looked at, put put as, as primary. And stayed there. And yeah. stayed, and you're not willing to let me wor- uh, go. You take you into righteousness. Mm-hmm. then your prayer will stay unanswered because, and by the way, if you go the other direction, I'll be able to answer your prayer. Mm-hmm. So, so the hindrance, interesting enough, the hindrance isn't the, isn't the problem. It isn't that she has unforgiveness. That's not the problem. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? Her unwillingness to, to allow him to speak into it and to take him to I'm take not, her to righteousness. I'm not willing to go with God to let him purify me Mm-hmm. And, and he'll do the work, uh, right. and then I'll see the result of, of the answer prayer. He said, so, so the hindrance is really that uh, you've walked away from me. You aren't willing to process. You're not, you're not allowing me to do what I want to do in your heart, and that's, that's a hindrance. Uh, okay, the next one is uh, James 4.3. Go ahead and read that one. Another, another hindrance, James 4.3. James 4.3 says, um, you ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Okay. So uh, he said, well, you're asking. You are mm-hmm. praying, but the reason it's not happening is because why? Because you've got the wrong motives. Okay. What What's the motive? Self. Yeah. <laughs> your own desires. Yeah. You're looking out for number one. Yeah. yeah. See, I've decided that this is the answer and I want you to deliver that answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, you a selfish motive is because you've already decided your answer to the request. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, you forgot something just like Peter forgot something. Right. Uh, Peter says, I'll never let this happen to you. And, uh, to Jesus when he said he was going to die and Jesus said, well, you have a wrong motive because you forgot something. You decided what you think is a good idea mm-hmm. and you forgot that the pure motive is always to do what? To do the will of the Father. And therefore seek what? The will. What do you have to right. say about this? Um, I'm, I'm confused. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know how this is going to work. Uh, it doesn't seem to me that this, what you just said or are saying, it makes sense to me. But uh, he says, when you, when you pray amiss, 
And a miss is God would you for me, particularly uh, when you think of uh, even, even this lady we were just talking about with the conflict, her prayer was God change that person so that they, right. they repent and they set it straight. And God says, well, you're asking a miss. You've decided mm-hmm. what the solution is. I'm telling you it's different. Right. Uh, but actually, this is about your heart, not about them. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But right now, it's are you willing to let me purify you by giving you forgiveness to free you up so that you're not burdened by this anymore? Right, right. Uh, and, and, I, and, and, the, and the motive, see, is always, is always this. Do you believe that God's uh, will is best and none better? Then why wouldn't I seek that? As opposed to my motive is I'm going to live things out myself and tell God what I think he should do. He said, mm-hmm. well, now you're asking a misc and I can't fulfill it because it's all be based on my path for you, not your path for yourself. Uh, okay, the next one uh, is uh, James 1, 5 to 8. This is an interesting one uh, that is critical to our process of, of prayer. Sure. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Yeah. So um, he says, uh, okay, you're, you're understanding. You are understanding that you're seeking my will. You're seeking my wisdom. You lack wisdom. You ask me. Um, I'm telling you, I'll give it to you with great clarity. By the way, that's the word there is generously means with great clarity. Um, but, and then he throws in the condition. Mm-hmm. You can hinder this if, if you what, but if you what? Says, let him ask in faith with no doubting. Okay. And doubting what? Doubting what he says. No. Doubting what the promise is. No, no. no because remember, um, when you hear the promise, um, like when David heard the promise or Nehemiah oh, heard the promise. doubting that he will speak. Yeah, because it's, yeah. Not, it's not the what. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times it's going to be, man, that doesn't make sense to me or I don't understand right. that or that's way and too... And we're invited to process that further. That's way too yeah. grand. I did hear it and it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. like, what, like when Peter was told, you know, here's the new vision of unclean animals, get up and eat it. Mm-hmm. Peter says, yeah, I heard it. I don't get I saw that, it, though. <laughs> but I can't do that because it doesn't make sense to me. And God said, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That piece of it is okay. Now that you heard me, stay with me and let me speak more to you, which, he, which mm-hmm. is what he did. Here, he's saying, when you doubt, it's really, he says, you doubt that I'm actually going to tell you the answer. Mm. And he said, oh, you, that's good. you hinder my ability to do that because if that's where you go, yeah, you're praying. Yes, you're seeking answers, but you doubt that I can get you the answer. That man is unstable in all of his ways and I can't deliver the answer. Mm. Uh, and, uh, and, and the picture there is uh, the picture of really a washing machine agitator. Back, mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe no. Maybe, yeah, maybe no. I don't know. Maybe, perhaps. I, I got to figure this out. He says, since you're already 
realizing in your own mind that you think you have to figure this out anyway, mm-hmm. well, then I'm not even bothered going to tell you. Because why? If I told you, what are you going to do with it? Probably ignore it. I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to ignore. I'm going to ignore and or say, "Is this God? Is this me? Is he at the enemy? Is this what is it? What mm-hmm. is it? Maybe yeah, maybe no. Maybe yeah, maybe no." Uh, he says you have to get settled. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this that I will answer. That if you ask me, I'll get you the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, so what do you say to the person? I'm I'm thinking of one friend in particular right now, who truly is sitting in a space of surrender and seeking God and wanting some clarity on a particular issue, fully has heart surrendered, spending time fasting and praying and seeking, and isn't hearing with clarity yet. Um, And I know she knows he will answer, but there is that space of discouragement that sometimes we sit in. And if I know he has answered before, I know he says he will answer, I'm not hearing that answer right now. How do I stay in the game right now when I see deadlines approaching and things going on? And and I I know he can. I know he has. I stand on that. But I'm frustrated right now because it feels like there's no answer. Okay. How do you encourage that heart? Go back to the uh, last one we talked about. Uh, in a way, she's, she's asking a miss. What is she laying into the process that's a miss? Um, the timeline for yes. one thing. Yeah. See, I need the answer now. Mm-hmm. And God says, no, um, I didn't tell you, I didn't tell you when, mm-hmm. and I don't tell you how, uh, because first of all, the how is going to be supernatural and mm-hmm. it's going to be beyond your ability to understand it anyway. So you're, you're going to have to trust me that I'll deliver it. Uh, and when I deliver it is I'm working things to put things together at the right timing mm-hmm. for me to fulfill it. And it's in my timing, not yours. So don't be frustrated. So right. that- and I think timing is one of the things that, that this particular passage speaks to the most. Right. You yeah. know, I think that is, that's probably the thing we get hung up on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's a, uh, if there's, if there, there would be a lack of frustration if um, I truly believe I'm going to get the answer, mm-hmm. the answer will be your timing. I, I can I can be okay with that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to stay with it, and I'm going to discuss process with. By the way, my inner circle. Right. What have you heard? What has God said? What is He trying to mm-hmm. reveal to you? Maybe part of the problem is she's trying to do it all by herself. Um, and she's, yeah, no, in this case, it's definitely not. She's processing well in an inner circle. Okay. So, uh, you know, your role would be, well, what are you hearing? What do you understand? What are mm-hmm. we hearing for you? Like, for example, um, right. uh, we're, we were teaching a couple, uh, about this process and about unity, uh, and that, um, as you have, uh, seeking God will give you the answer and you got to mm-hmm. get that settled. So uh, they were, uh, they had a young new baby and they lived in the inner city and they were wanted to move to the suburb. Uh, mm-hmm. And they said, we, we believe that we're called to, to raise our kid in a different environment. And, and so we're going to be looking for houses. So, okay. And their question was, real, was pure. 
uh, Father, uh, would, could you reveal to us what house you want us to buy? Because we know you have an answer for that. Right. Uh, okay. And they went and asked, seek, knock. And they, and they were seeking. And, I, and the way to seek, I said, well, go look at houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and look at alternatives and, and understand it. And they would. And, uh, and so this is, that goes on for four months. And they come back very frustrated. And they said, none of this is working. Mm. Um, I, we go to a house and my wife likes this and I, I don't, I like it. And my wife doesn't, we both don't like it. Uh, uh, we're, we're trying, we're trying, we're trying, and we can't get there because we're not getting any answer about which Mm -hmm. one. And we've been asking and we're not getting an answer. So it just doesn't seem to be working. And we're really Mm -hmm. frustrated. I said, okay. Right. I said, let me, let me pray and let me come back to you. And, and so I do. And I said, well, there's two things. One is that uh, you actually haven't gotten to the right timing yet. Mm-hmm. There's, God is saying to you, uh, you're in the right process, but you got to stay with me longer because I know something that you don't. And you got to trust me on this. And I'm telling you, uh, you are doing the right thing. Don't get discouraged. Don't get frustrated because there's a mm-hmm. timing and there's something that God needs to show you that you don't yet know. Mm. Uh, and try and wait, wait. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so let's, let's go, let's go back. We're going to go back to peace. We're going to, we're going to release this frustration because remember frustration is a la- basically underneath it all. It's a lack of trust. Right. Uh, and I want, I want, and, and you've got to release that. And usually the want is I need an answer now. And God says, well, I'm not ready to give it to you. Uh, well, uh, they, they go back to, uh, uh, you know, peace. Two weeks later, they call us up and say, you won't believe what happened. Um, I got called in to my, to my company and they told me they're moving me to a whole new city. Mm. And um, I got to go find a house there <laughs> because um, had I moved, I'd be stuck with the house that I wasn't supposed right. to have and I'd have lots of complications and I wouldn't be able to take this new job. And ah, what a great example. Now yeah. I, now I see God's timing. <laughs> now I see. Uh, yeah. Okay. I can, I can, I can. And I, and they had to process through being frustrated, which is, Underneath it all, there's a little bit of a demand there is if I'm mm-hmm. discouraged, it's that I expect an answer and I kind of expect it in my timing. Mm-hmm. And God says, well, I'm up to something. Get people around you that can help you see you're still in process. Stay with me and let me deal with your heart. Why are you so discouraged? Right. Why are you so discouraged? Uh, mm. I'm going to get there. Don't worry. Uh, what are you hearing? What are you understanding? What are they going to help you with? And what we do is we re-engage everybody back to, okay, I know you're frustrated. I know you've lost your peace. Let's go back there. Let me help you understand mm-hmm. something. Let me reinforce it. You'll get, you're going to get your answer. There's a timing issue to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we help each other with that because that, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. Right. That, Absolutely. Uh, I thought, and by the way, even deadlines, uh, what I tell people is, if you have a deadline and you don't get your answer, then the deadline passes and you, and God, yeah. that's God's God answer. God is bigger than those deadlines that's, too. That's, yeah. God, that's God's answer. That's a, that's a no, don't, don't do anything yet. And, 
so you never say to God, I have to, it's like, I'll just follow you as you, as you give it to me. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd encourage you to, uh, uh, process that further and maybe report back. How, how did that go with helping somebody move from frustration back to peace? Right, right. That's great. Thanks yep. so much. Yep. So we'll pick this up again. More hindrances coming up, uh, but uh, it's important for us to learn it and understand it so that we stay in the place where we really have a fluid way of God answering our, our prayers, giving promises, and then fulfilling his timing. So we'll we'll talk about this again next time. Excellent. Thanks so much. And thanks for joining us, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Yep. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.